Hello, this is Get Up and Grow Girl, a podcast for ambitious go-getters who just want to be their best damn selves. We have all the tools and together we're going to learn how to use them because I'm going to speak to a variety of experts in fitness, business, mindset and more because successful people are made and not born. So get up and grow, girl. Hi guys, welcome back to Get Up and Grow Girl. It has been a crazy day for me, a crazy couple of days, because I'm really excited I'm going off on holiday in about three days, and this is a big deal for me because the last time I took any time off work was two years ago. And why is that? Partly because I wasn't in a place where I physically could take time away. My business was in a very crucial stage, and I had to be here to run it. B... I was just scared shitless of even trying. And all of that has led me to think a lot about automation and the value in automating parts of our business. Now, I know that with the rise of the work from anywhere, travel the world and and work remote kind of entrepreneur lifestyle, there's a big market for automation and a lot of people are talking about it and a lot of people love the idea of automation. But then I also know coming from this tribe myself, that automation is a word that scares a lot of us. It was a word that I would hear on podcast episodes and instantly switch over because I think, no, that's not relevant to me. That's not what I want to do with my business. And why was that? I'm going to be honest and say, I felt like it was a cop-out. I used to be very high and mighty and think automation is for people who don't want to do the hard work but that's not me. I wouldn't take the easy way out. I'm a hard worker. The problem is what I've learned is this kind of pigheadedness actually sabotaged myself. It was a form of self-sabotage because until I could open up and accept that I can't do everything, or at least I can do everything, but I can't do it well. And that by trying to control everything, I'm actually offering a lesser service. Until I could accept that, I was limiting myself. So I've done a lot of work on it recently and I've learned a lot and I've changed a lot of thought processes in my mind. And I think I've found the strategy of automation for those type A's and those people who are maybe a little bit on the controlling side when it comes to their business, who are so passionate about what they do that they're just not interested in the solutions that suggest that they will take you away from your business. So what are some of the objections? What are some of the reasons why removing ourselves from our business can trigger us to run in the other direction sometimes or to just completely dismiss that strategy? Well, one, it can be the subconscious belief that to feel valuable, we have to be working all the time. And where does this come from? It can come from another objection or limiting belief because we feel that if what we're doing becomes easier, then it's not worth something, or we feel guilty charging for it. Number three, we can be scared of giving away control. Number four, we can think we're not there yet, it's something that we can do and that we should do, but we're not ready, we're not big enough, we're not successful enough, we're just not there yet. And number five, we don't think we have the time to set all this up. So let's dig into these a little bit deeper. Number one, we don't want to remove ourselves from our business because we feel that 
in order for our business to be valuable, for us to actually be providing value to our customer, we have to be busy all the time. The problem is what we're doing there is not allowing ourselves to run a business, but we're forcing ourselves as a person to be the entire business. It's like saying, if I'm not working, my business isn't open. If you've got goals for your business and you've got growth goals, then you can't be your entire business. You have to be the CEO, founder of your business. You can't be the whole business. The whole business can't be attached to your working hours. That will cap your potential. Number two, we don't want to pursue automation because we feel that if our job becomes easier, it's not worth charging people for and we will feel guilty for charging people for that. But here's the thing, we're not charging people for the hour that we're spending with them if you're a service provider or the hours we spend working on their project or the exact cost price of the product we're selling to them. We're charging them for all the time we spent learning the skills that we now have, for all the time that we spent conceptualising the idea, for all the time we spent refining our product and making it as good as can be, not for that window in which they're receiving the service from us. Therefore, even if we make our job easier, the client is still paying for the time you put in to automate that service. Number three, we don't want to automate because we're scared of giving up control. We want to oversee everything in our business. This is a tough one because as the owner of your business, you want to make sure you are keeping eyes on everything that's important. But the issue is we are only human. There is only so much we can oversee. And yes, we can try and oversee everything. But when there is so much going on in your head, you're tired, you're run down, you're doing too many things, you can't bring your best self to any one of them. So it's almost like the ultimate sacrifice, (laughs) giving up that small piece of control for the greater good of your customers and your business and your baby. Because let's be honest, there are some things that machines can do better than us. If you're sending all of your emails out, as and when you remember, you're going to forget things, you're going to forget to follow up, you're going to make mistakes. So by setting some of that up to be done automatically, you're actually providing your customer a better service. So you're doing what's right for them rather than what's right, maybe just for our egos. Number four, we run from automation because we don't think we're there yet. This is probably the biggest one that I've been wrestling with. I've known for a while, this is something I will do, but it's not the time yet. And I'll do it when I'm bigger, when I'm better, when I'm more successful. What I've realised is automation is not necessarily something that comes after success. Instead, it's a crucial part of the equation to equal success. Because without it, we're not allowing ourselves to get to that next stage. It's very, very difficult to grow past a certain point without expanding your capabilities. And how can you expand your capabilities? By freeing up your time to work on the things that will push your business forward and allow your business to grow. So that means either doing less of some things, having somebody else do those things, or automating those things. Lastly, the fifth objection. We run from automation because we believe we don't have time to set it up. It can be easy to get caught in the rat race and to be stuck on working in your business rather than working on your business. But the problem is, again, we then limit ourselves and we cap ourselves so that we're stuck in this endless cycle and there's no room for moving forward. It's all about prioritisation and making the time for working on your business and on the bigger picture 
and on the strategies that will allow growth. For me, scheduling in a small slot of time each week, which is non-negotiable, where I leave all the admin and all sessions and just have time to focus on the bigger picture is crucial because otherwise it will always be pushed back. There will always be something that has to be done now. So now that we've been through those objections, why do we need to automate? One, to make growth achievable. Yes, this can also be done by taking on a team or taking on other people. But as small businesses, freelancers and entrepreneurs, automation is more affordable. It's more reasonable in this stage of early growth. There's a lower cost associated with it. So without doing this, our capacity is fixed. There is only so many hours in a day. There are only so many jobs we can do a day, even if we work on our productivity and push it to the max. Once we reach that level of maximum productivity, that's it. We are capped. Unless we start to automate activities in our business and free up that time too. We need to do this to clear up mental space. It's not even just about how many hours we have in the day, but how much is on your mind? Are you trying to think about everything, the whole picture? There's nothing that can be left. You're thinking about your sales funnels, your email list, your social media accounts, your invoices, your accounts. If all of this is thrown through your mind, it doesn't leave much space for coming up with the next idea for your business. It doesn't give you a chance to reflect, to think about what needs to be done, to think about your new ways of working, your new products, or even your new dreams. Three, we need automation to safeguard our business. Often we have to learn this the hard way, I know I have. But when you're a solopreneur, if you're out, your business is out unless you've safeguarded it. If you're sick and you can't work with your clients, for me, if I'm sick and I can't go into the gym, if you're a photographer and you're sick and you can't shoot, you're a graphic designer, you're sick and you can't, and you can't physically work on projects, you don't have the mental space or you're bed bound. If any of these natural things that happen to everybody who's human once in a while occur, we don't get paid. That's the difference between running a business and just working for yourself. If you run a business, you want that to keep going and to be able to keep going, even if you physically can't do parts of it yourself. And number four, we need it to give ourselves flexibility. I think when you're so committed to the cause and you love what you do, we just put it above everything else and we think, oh, we don't need that. We don't need that. Personally, I was like, oh, I don't need to go away on trips. I'm happy doing what I'm doing because I love my business. Or, oh, I'm not bothered about nights out. I'm happy to get up early and work on my business. But the point is, in life, there needs to be flexibility. Even if you love what you do, work shouldn't control our lives. There needs to be an element of balance. If you don't have the flexibility to take a day off, go on a trip, go on holiday, take an opportunity when it arises, eventually you'll grow to resent your business. Happy business owners lead to happy businesses. So how can you implement automation into your business? sales funnels again sometimes this can feel like an impersonal way of selling it can feel like a way out it can feel like a bit of a cop-out but in the age of social media you can create ads just like you would any facebook or instagram post conveying your personality and conveying your message the same way you would if you typed up that caption and posted it live so you can still convey your authentic self and your authentic message What it means is you're not caught up 100% of the time replying to DMs, trying to close a sale on social media. It means you've set yourself a steady flow of clients. 
a steady flow of leads based on work that you've already done. The second main thing, which I think is the most universal, which you can automate, are your emails. I think we shy away from this one because it feels so impersonal, but actually you can make it so much more personal than it seems in 2019. I was so late to the party with doing this and now I can't believe how long I've been doing it manually. When you're just getting started with lead generation and building an email list and trying to create that funnel of customers like we just spoke about, email is so important. And as we know with email, you can't just send one and be done with it. It's all about the follow-up. So with most providers, you can now set trigger emails where you create the whole sequence and write them all up yourself in your own tone of voice, expressing your own personality. And you can do that in advance and trigger them so that each is triggered a set amount of time after the other. It's great because you don't forget to follow up and the sequence runs for every person. No matter at what date or what stage they receive the first one, they'll receive each one the specified difference apart without you even having to remember. Personally, I use MailChimp for this, but I'm sure there are so many other companies that are doing the same thing. And finally, automation doesn't have to be fixed based on what other people are doing. The beauty of this is that it should work for you and for your unique business. So the best next steps are to work out what you spend the bulk of your time doing and therefore what you could try to automate within your own business. So time tracking is important. There are apps and things that you can get now to click on when you start a task and then to click off when you finish it. And that way you can work out where you spend the bulk of your time. And sometimes the answer isn't always apparent. I know for me, I found that I was spending so much time doing my programming for clients. But this is obviously a key part of the job and one that requires knowledge. It's not something that I could get a VA to do or a robot. It's something that needs my experience, my expertise my knowledge of the unique characteristics of the client so at first for months I dismissed it as just the way it is this is how my job is it's just something you have to deal with but the more I got into it the more I realized there is an answer to everything I just have to find it so for me I was able to find a software that okay I still have to do the programming but the software enables me to do it much faster it automates a large part of the process the sending out of programs the storage the notes I can do all of that up front and invest some time into that as part of the setup process, which means that day to day when I need to write my programs, I can do it much more quickly by just doing one part of the process, writing it out and it will send it to the right person. It will link everything that I need to link and store it for me. It cuts my admin time in more than half. So my point is, there is always a way, there's always an option even if it's not apparent straight away, once you find what's taking the bulk of your time, then you have your area of research. You can find the solution now to that problem and find a way to take a little bit of that off your plate, which leaves more time for working on the big picture and the dreams and the goals and the growth. Until next time, Grow Girls, goodbye.